Hello again, this is Dr. Rob, and you're listening to the House Call Doctor's Quick and Dirty Tips for Taking Charge of Your Health. It strikes terror into the hearts of school and daycare centers everywhere. It is extremely contagious and can make people miserable when infected. What am I talking about? Flu? Tuberculosis? Ebola virus? No, I'm talking about the most dreaded illness in childhood, pink eye. So why is pink eye so feared? Why is it the Charles Manson of viruses of kindergartens around the country? Well, to be truthful, I'm not really sure. But I'm getting ahead of myself. I first need to give you some background. The medical word for pink eye is conjunctivitis. Yes, it does sound like a word you'd use to sound smart at parties. Not that I've ever done that. The conjunctiva are layers of cells on the white parts of the eyes and on the inside of the eyelids. It's one of the many mucous membranes of the body, and it lubricates the eyes so you can open and close them easily and also protects your eyes. My brother once called me a mucous membrane, actually. Anyway, conjunctivitis describes a number of conditions in which the conjunctiva becomes inflamed and turns the eye red. There are many causes of conjunctivitis, including allergies, viruses, bacteria, swimming in a chlorinated pool, and even getting stuff in your eyes, foreign bodies. As long as the conjunctiva gets red and irritated, it's called conjunctivitis. Now, the pink eye we all know and love is caused by a virus. The most common culprit is a virus from the adenovirus family. The fact that it's an adenovirus isn't really important. I just wanted you, my listeners, to sound smart when you go to parties. So when you look good, I look good. I'm here for you. Typical symptoms of viral conjunctivitis are eye redness, itching, burning, and a crusty, goopy discharge that makes your eyes stick shut when you wake up. The virus is highly contagious and so will usually eventually infect both eyes. The redness and discharge looks gross and is uncomfortable, but it shouldn't blur the vision, and it typically lasts for three to five days. Now, gross and uncomfortable, yes, but life-threatening and dangerous, no. It's no big deal. It's only pink eye. Ah, are you sensing an attitude on my part? Yes, this is one of my pet peeves in medicine. I don't know how it happened, but pink eye causes a huge number of unnecessary missed days from work and school, and it's only pink eye. The reasons for this fear is the fact that it's really contagious. Nobody wants to be that parent who sends their kid to school only to infect the entire class. And so the teachers will send the kids home immediately for any sign of pink eye. And that's because every other parent will freak out if their kid's been exposed to pink eye because if they get pink eye, then they're going to be that parent spreading it to other kids. It's this vicious cycle. It makes your eyes pink for a few days, they get goopy, and then it goes away. So what if it's contagious? It's not leprosy. It's only pink eye. So myth number one is that pink eye is dangerous. It's not dangerous. Myth number two, I see in my office when parents bring their kids in to have it treated. For some reason, educators, at least those in our area, have decided that kids can come back to school only if they've been on antibiotic eye drops for 24 hours. Now, what did I say causes a typical pink eye? A virus. What do antibiotics do to viruses? Nothing. But I confess, 
that I do still prescribe antibiotic eye drops for viral conjunctivitis. Why do I still do this when it doesn't help? To get them back to school, get their parents back to work. They're still contagious, but I don't care. It's only pink eye. That feels good to get off my chest. Thanks for letting me vent. So now that I have vented my spleen, I need to mention that there are a couple of other kinds of conjunctivitis. Allergic conjunctivitis is the most common cause of red eye in the spring and fall in many parts of the country, including mine. The problem usually causes itching eyes and a runny nose, but there's usually not much discharge from the eye. Bacterial conjunctivitis can happen as a consequence of viral conjunctivitis, and it causes the eye to get very red with lots of goopy discharge. Bacterial conjunctivitis tends to happen only in one eye, and it looks pretty nasty, actually. The argument I was given when I was a medical student for using antibiotic eye drops for pink eye was to prevent bacterial conjunctivitis. But, in my experience, bacterial conjunctivitis is very uncommon. And if it does happen, you can just use antibiotics for it. There are a couple of other bad eye problems that I'll not go into depth on in this podcast. Generally, bad eye problems will cause some blurring of the vision and eye pain. I'll discuss them later. So let me move on to my quick and dirty tips regarding pink eye. Tip number one, don't freak out. It's only pink eye. You cannot control others freaking out, but you don't have to join them. It's not a freaking out party. If your child's school or daycare center makes you get an antibiotic, try to educate them. Give them this podcast. Maybe it'll help. But a red, itchy, crusty, and goopy eye without vision loss and significant pain is very, very likely to be viral conjunctivitis. And it will go away on its own. Tip number two, know when to see your doctor. Eye pain and blurring of the vision are bad signs and could be symptoms of vision-threatening conditions. Seek medical help immediately. Eye redness and pain in a single eye could be a herpes or a bacterial infection. See your doctor for those as well. Lastly, if you think you got something in your eye, a foreign body, maybe a French guy, I don't know. If you think you got one of those in your eye and the irritation persists longer than a day, you should visit the doctor and get it looked at. That's all I have on pink eye. If you have questions you want answered, send them to housecalldoctor at quickanddirtytips.com or call area code 206-337-5895. You can find me on Twitter at HouseCallDoc, and you can find my Facebook page. It's cleverly called The House Call Doctor. And feel free, of course, to visit my blog, Musings of a Distractible Mind, at distractible.org. And let me remind you that this podcast is for informational purposes only. My goal is to add to your medical knowledge and translate some of the weird medical stuff you hear so that when you do go to your doctor, your visits will be more fruitful. I don't intend to replace your doctor. He or she is the one you should always consult about your own medical condition. Remember, it's only pink eye. Catch you next time. Stay healthy. Mm -hmm.